Good morning, YM. Uh, welcome to our online service. Uh, I hope all of you all had a great Chinese New Year celebration with your friends and family. Um, I know that with the SOP that we had during Chinese New Year, um, it did not look Chinese New Year did not look the same. But we want to continue to believe that God still remains the same. God is still good, and let's continue to look to Him uh, even during this uh, difficult uh, um, season that that we are about to enter in as a nation and as just the world in general. Um, I just want to follow up from Elder Ho's message last week. Uh, I mean, two weeks ago, where where he spoke, uh, where he's here, it was encouraging us that this year our focus is we want to be strong internally. We want to build ourselves uh, strong on the inside, not so much big services, although that is good, not, not just to make ourselves look big on the outside, but we also want to strengthen our inner man, our faith, our love, our hope, right? And so this year, that is our focus, that we want to intentionally grow strong inside. And how we how we are going to do that as a ministry is that we want to go back to our small groups, our CGs. Let's grow together in our CGs, grow in faith, grow in love, grow in in, in evangelism, in in discipleship, and from there, God will make us to be a bigger blessing to the people around us. Today, I want to 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 speak to us from the book of Romans. All right, if you can turn to your Bibles today to Romans chapter four, verse eighteen to twenty-five. All right, Romans chapter 4, verse 18 to 25. Let's read. Against all hope, Abraham in hope believed and so became the father of many nations, just as it had been said to him, so shall your offsprings be. Without weakening in his faith, he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about a hundred years old and Sarah's womb was also dead. Yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God, being fully persuaded that God had the power to do what he had promised. This is why it was credited to him as righteous. The words it was credited to him were written not for him alone, but for us to whom God will credit righteousness, for us who believe in him who raised Jesus from our Lord from the dead. He was delivered over the hands of for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. Let's pray. God, we come together. We come to you today in faith, in hope, as we um, uh, remove all distractions that's around us, God, I pray that we will have a bird's eye view of what you are about to do and we will have a clear scope in terms of what you want us to do and how we are to respond to your word today. God, speak to us today for you. We are your children. We are listening. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Now, I want to ask us today, have we ever been or have you ever been in a situation in your life where you feel that it is so impossible to get through, so impossible to win. Maybe at work right now, you're dealing with a very impossible client that is so tough, you know, it's so challenging, so demanding that no matter what you do, what you say, you can't seem to, to, to just, you know, work together with, with, with him or her. Or maybe you're currently dealing internally with an addiction in your life that you've been seeking help from counsellors, you've been seeking help from, from your friends, from family, but yet you still can't uh, seem to, to get past it. Today, we want to look at the book of, of, of Romans that Paul was 
describing or or reminding mm. the people in in Rome of the the of of this person named Abraham, and Abraham was is is in this exact situation that I just described. He is at a place where mm. it was so impossible when he received uh, the promise of God, where it things looked so impossible for him to even believe at the at that point to what God actually said to him, right? But against all hope because you, if you actually realize or actually know that Abraham and Sarah were, were way past the age as far as science is concerned as far as biology is concerned they are way they were way past their age to even conceive bear a child but yet against all hope against the odds against all logic reasoning the promises of God still came true that they, they did they did bore a child the child's name was Isaac and they did fulfill, he did fulfill the promise of God for his life. And today we want to learn from Paul's writing on how Abraham, the father of faith, some say, right, was able to have that strength to believe in God in spite of the impossibilities that he that he's that he's that he sees in front of him in spite of the the the, the logical reasoning that he can come up with against all hope against all logic accomplish the promises of god for his life because the truth is if you ask me we all could use a little bit more strength today we all could use some strength to endure if a lockdown were to come again in the future we all could use a little bit more strength to endure working from home we all could use a little bit more strength to endure online classes again and we all could use a little bit more strength to believe in god in what god said to us the title of my message this morning is strength against the odds strength against the odds all right and today we can have the strength to believe in god against the odds against what we see against what people say just like abraham did when we first acknowledge god's ability in verse 19 it says without weakening in his faith he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead since he was about 100 years old and to make matters worse to make it even 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 more more impossible the bible even said sarah's womb was also dead now Paul was actually referring to the story, right, of of in Genesis 12, where both Abraham and 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 Sarah was about a hundred years old, and when God gave them the promise that they will conceive and bear a son, and He was to name them Isaac. At that time, like I mentioned, hundred years old, as is is way past the age of childbirth. It's way past the age, right? In fact. The Bible also said that Sarah's womb was dead. It means it was, it was nearly no hope. When something is dead, it has it is no hope to, to, to ever live again because it's dead. But I wonder, for some of us today, I wonder, have God ever spoken to you from a dead place before? Have God ever spoken to you where, 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 where we see our, our future as dead, but then God says, no, there is life. Has God ever spoken to you from a place of impossibilities before? Maybe God is, has spoken to you today that you will, that He has already prepared the best, His best, the best job for you. But currently right now, after many job applications, you are still unemployed. 
or maybe God has already given you and, and said that you know that he will uh, uh, save your family he will bring salvation to your home but right now your family is so torn apart your parents can't stop fighting and Christ doesn't seem to be so doesn't seem to be present in my house Abraham had the strength to believe in God even when the odds were stacked against him when he began to acknowledge what God can do that's why Paul said without weakening in his faith what that means is that Abraham kept his faith in God that means his faith was not shaken his faith was not uh, affected his faith was not uh, 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 um, re- reduced in spite of the impossible uh, situation that he sees in front of him in fact in some versions the Bible says that that Abraham's faith which is his belief in God grew even stronger grew even bigger that in goes on he says that he faced the fact that his body was as good as dead and this is the key word for us today ym that he faced the fact that means he accepted the reality that he cannot do this on his own you see abraham's faith was strengthened when he acknowledged when he faced the fact that he is weak that he is incompetent that he cannot do this on his own you see true strength begins with humility true strength begins with surrender true strength begins when we come to that realization to that 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 we cannot do this on our own it is not by might not by power but only by the spirit that we are able to face what life throws at us it is only through God's ability that we are able to endure the hardship, endure the pain, endure the, 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 the challenges that, that, that we have, that we face. You see, but the world oftentimes tells us that strength is about everything in order. Strength is about making sure that you know what you're doing. Strength is making sure that, you know, or, or even to take a step further, even don't have to, don't, strength is about concealing. Strength is about hiding, hiding what my mistakes, hiding my failures, hiding my addiction, hiding my my weaknesses. As long as it looks nice on the outside, as long as it looks good on the external, you have strength. But that is not what the Bible teaches us. Abraham had the strength because he was he was able to come to the place to concede to his own ability and to claim in God's ability and to claim what God can do for him. So I want to ask us today, are there battles in your life right now that you are trying, that you are currently fighting with your own strength? That you are currently relying on your, your, on your own ability, on what you think you can do? Because true strength begins with surrender. And Abraham was able to endure that, was able to, to, to go through, was able to persevere through that because his eyes was fixed on the one who is able to do far greater things than we can ever imagine and so i want to encourage us today with this first point that abraham knew abraham could have the strength to believe in god against the odds when he acknowledged god's ability but the thing friends that stops us from receiving god's strength is pride pride is so self-destructive 
pride is so self-damaging pride is so subtle that it creeps in into our heart it creeps into our lives without even without we even realizing that it's there pride tells us that when we look in the mirror there's something wrong with the mirror and not in the image in which the mirror is reflecting pride comes in a way that tells us that even when we are struggling with with our own issues with our own challenges with our own uh, uh, problems in life pride comes in and tells us that you don't need help you don't need to, to, to share that to your friends you don't need to seek help from, from, from your pastors from your leaders you can do it on your own and pride says that once you confess you are weak you are useless you are small but the Bible says that in order for us to grow in strength, in order for us to grow in faith, we must humble ourselves. For God opposes the proud, but He gives grace to the humble. He lifts the humble up. In other words, if you are playing tennis right now and you are proud, guess who is on the opposite court playing against you, hitting against you? But if you are humble, if you have humility in your heart, God is there to fight for you. His grace is more than enough to give you that strength to carry on. But we must first come to that place to realize and what God can do. Submit and surrender. Submit, surrender our, 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 our need to be in control and surrender control to God. Humility is the doorway to obtaining God's grace and it is in His grace we are able to have strength to believe in God again, strength to go at it again. Paul moves on to say, yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promise of God, but was strengthened in his faith and gave glory to God. Now, we have to ask ourselves today, what was God's promise for Abraham? What was so big of a deal that, 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 you know, that, that Paul had to give I had to uh, 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 take in account an entire part of, of this chapter to talk about Abraham. What's so, what's so big deal about Abraham? In order for us to find that out, we need to go back to Genesis again. Genesis 15 is where we find that God came to Abraham, woke Abraham up from his sleep, brought him outside to the tent and challenged him. More like, like, like telling Abraham, Abraham, look at the sky. Can you count how many stars you see? What do you see? And, it's as, and I can almost imagine as Abraham begins to count one, two, three, four, five, and then it went on and on and on. And then God suddenly stopped him and said, that is how much your descendants will be. That is how much you are going to be a blessing for, for me. That is how much you are going to change the world. That is the promise of God. And we can read that all throughout the book of Genesis, all throughout uh, Abraham's life. God brought Abraham through that journey of faith towards God's destiny for him. But how many of you know that just because God said so, does not necessarily mean that it would come easy. Just because God's promise for us today is guaranteed does not mean that we don't have to grind for it. Does not mean we don't have to work for it. Does not mean that we don't have to do anything to, to, to work. I'm not saying that we have to work and perform for God to, to, to uh, bless us. I'm not talking about performance. I'm talking about faith. Because faith without works, faith without action, faith without 
a response uh, uh, from us is dead. It's dead. You see, there's, there's always two sides to the promises of God. One is the faith to believe in what He says, and the other is the action to act upon what He says. Because Paul said that yet he did not waver through unbelief regarding the promises of God, that was, but was strengthened in his faith and gave, and gave glory to God. Why? Because, number two, Abraham knew God's destiny for him. Abraham saw the promises of God. He saw what God was about to do for him. He knew what God was, uh, where God was leading him. But the key word here for, for my second point is, yet he did not waver through unbelief. The word yet here YM, tells us that Abraham did not have a smooth sailing road. He did not have a, a, a nice, uh, a smooth journey to the promises of God. No. He had to endure hardship. He had to endure suffering. He had to endure pain. If you can find in, in the whole life of Abraham, what did Abraham had to go through? Abraham had to leave his family behind. He had to give up his flock, give up his, his, his herd, give up, give up all his earn, all his animals and, 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 and uh, uh, earnings and profits that he has earned as, a, as, 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 a, as he works. He had to give up all those things. Not just that, he had to give up the comfort of his home. He had to give up the, his family. He had to part ways with his nephew. He had to, he had to really give up and went through war, famine, persecution. He went through all of that in order that God is able to use him to fulfill his promise for him. You know, I have this friend at work that we used to work out together, uh, a group of friends we work out. And, and we've been working out for about, about a year or, or more, more than a year already as a, as a group during lunchtime or sometimes after work. And I have this particular colleague of mine, a friend of mine, that she has used that same weight, that same uh, uh, dumbbell for almost about a year now. And every day, every week when we go into to work out to the gym, she will always go to that and that take, use that weight to work out. And even when my coach tells, tells her, you must increase your weight. Don't use the same weight. Change your weight. It has been a year already. She's still reluctant. She still wants to hang on to that weight, to that, old, that same old weight. Now, if you ever worked out before, right, you would know that if after your workout session, your muscles don't ache, your, bodies don't, your body is not sore, your thigh is not hurting after the workout, that means you are not doing it right. In order for our muscles to grow, in order for our, 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 the cells in our bodies all to, to grow, there must be a pressure, there must be a stretch. It is, our muscles requires it to, 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 to endure pain. Our muscles must be stretched. It must be torn in order for it to rebuild it again. And it's in the rebuilding of the muscles that our muscles become stronger. And so if you're working out right now during this lockdown or during this, and if your body is not hurting, it's not, it's not sore, it's not painful after that, then maybe you're not doing it right. It is the same way, you know, in, 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 in when it comes to life. Sometimes God allows us to go through pain. Sometimes God allows us to go through suffering, allows us to go through challenges and hardships in life. 
not to drown us, not to kill us, not to destroy us, but to develop us, to develop faith in us, to develop hope in us, to develop strength in us. But we must be able to understand that there is always a purpose in every pain that we go through in life because God is always a God of purpose. God is a God that knows what He's doing. And so if He allows us to go through pain, if He allows us to go through suffering, if He allows us to go through yet another lockdown, then surely if we put our faith in God, we can be rest assured that surely He has, his, he has a plan and a purpose for us. And so we must know what is God's destiny for us because there is always a purpose in pain. God's destiny always remains the same and God's destiny cannot be destroyed. It cannot be destroyed by, your, your, by, by, by what the world does to us. It cannot be, be, be tainted by our sins or what we do or we don't do. God's destiny for us will always remain the same so long we turn back and repent and obey Him again. Because the fact, the truth of the matter is, if you look at the life of Abraham, Abraham went through many great trials to the point where Abraham thought that, God, maybe I think you need my help. God, I think you need my assistance. And it turns out, it turns out to be Abraham's biggest mistake by thinking that God needed his help. God doesn't need our help. God's destiny doesn't need our, our, uh, uh, our contribution. God just wants our cooperation. He wants us to cooperate with Him. He wants us to partner with Him. As He give us, gives us our destiny, as He leads us, God is just looking for our, for our response of a yes. Yes, God, I will follow. Yes, I will obey. Yes, I will, I will, I will, I will believe. Because we see here, that even though Abraham failed many times, but yet God still counted him righteous. Why? Because the Bible says that Abraham believed. Do you believe in God today? Do you believe that God has a plan for you today? Do you believe that God has, has called you to be the head and not the tail? Do you believe that God, that God has called you that you are more than an overcomer? Do you believe that if God said that you will go to the other side, the storms and the wind and the waves may come in between, but you will make it to the other side. Do you believe? Do you believe that if God says that I will surely bless you and make you a blessing, that He will indeed bless you and make you a blessing? Even though what we feel, we may not feel like it. Even though today we may not, we may not look like one. But if God says so, then surely He knows what He is doing. And so we must have that faith to believe. Because Abraham knew that those hardships are real. He knew that when people disappointed, he knew those times where, where he was disappointed by his own family members, where he was disappointed by what he see. Those things are real. Your pain is real. Your depression is real. Your, your, your heartache is real. The, the friend that betrayed you is real. The emotion, all those are real. But God wants to restore us today because what I see affects what I do. If I look through my situation through the lens of unbelief, it will result in fear and how I respond will be fearful. But if I look through my situations and my problems through the lens of faith, I will respond in courage. I will respond in boldness. 
because I know that at the end of the day, God still has his destiny for me. And so we can have that strength against all the, the odds when we know God's destiny for us. Lastly, it goes on, Paul goes on to say in verse 24, but also for us to whom God will credit righteousness, for us who believe in whom in whom uh, was raised in, in him who raised Jesus our Lord from the dead. We can have the strength to believe in God against the odds when we look at what God did for us on the cross. Abraham believed that God would bring life out of his dead body. He, he would bring life out of his, the dead womb of Sarah. That he would bring life out of this dead situation in, in, his, in his life. And honoured God that faith by granting. And God honoured Abraham's faith by granting him righteous standing. It means that because Abraham had faith, God honoured Abraham that faith by giving Abraham by the Bible says by crediting him as righteous right but the righteousness the good news for us is the righteousness and justification of God was not just for Abraham because Paul goes on to say but it's also for those who believe those who believe in, in Jesus in Jesus Christ our the, the Lord those who believe that he came to die on the cross for us to take our sins but rose again on the third day and now he reigns with God the Father in heaven for those of us who believe in that we are also granted that righteousness we are also granted that righteousness today because the truth is none of us here deserve to live none of us here deserve all that we have to do to, 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 all that we have but God so loved the world that he came God so loved you and I that he came to this world to die on that cross to take our sin because men have sinned and because of sin God cannot uh, uh, give us this eternal life that he desires us to have but because he loves us so much that he was willing to take our place to go to that cross to die on the cross for us and took all our sins upon his life but on the third day God raised him up again God raised Jesus up again and now he is seated in the heaven in the right hand of God and he now offers us that forgiveness of sin and the gift of eternal life therefore friends it is on this victory it is on the victory of Jesus Christ on that cross over sin and death that allows you and I to have the righteous standing and victory over everything over anything that the world throws at us it is because of his victory on the cross we can have strength we can have the strength to endure the world to endure what life shows at us because of the finished work of jesus christ the victory that he has accomplished for you and for me on that cross that is why today we can stand with strength we can stand with confidence that that that, that no matter uh, what we experience no matter what we go through whether or not it's a good economy or bad economy whether or not it's a good financial year or on a non-good financial year whatever it is we are victorious we are victorious in christ jesus for we are more than a conqueror in christ jesus 
But I want to ask us today, knowing all of that is good and is important, and those are the those is those are the truth. But if I can ask us today, where are you drawing your strength from? Where are we going to draw strength uh, uh, to, 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 to fill our lives? Are we going to our friends to draw strength? Are we going to, to our work to draw strength? Are we going to social media? Is the strength is what is what's keeping us keeping you going? based on how many likes we get on social media, on our Instagram, on Facebook, how many comments or how many views, is our strength built, drawn from these things. Because if where I draw strength from determines how long I sustain. Where I draw strength from determines how long I will sustain. If caffeine and Red Bull is where you're drawing energy and strength from to go through your day, then trust me, you are going to crash very soon. You are going to crash very soon because those things do not sustain us long to keep us uh, uh, alert for the day. But if you have enough sleep, a good diet, a healthy lifestyle, then surely your strength and your energy will be able to sustain longer than you relying on, on Red Bull or coffee. In the same way today, where, I draw, where we draw our strength is just as important as whether or not we have strength. Just because you think that someone has big biceps, for example, does not necessarily mean that that person is strong, that he can lift many things. So where we draw our strength from is just as important. It is so important. And you and I can thank God today that we draw our strength from the cross. We draw our strength from the cross. The cross is the, 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 the victory on the cross. It's the, it's, the, it's the thing that allows us to be strong on the inside because that is where our, our faith is built on. That is where our faith is established on. It is on that finished work on the cross for us because until unless we rest and we receive that victory, of what God did for us on the cross, we will go on living life. We will go on living our lives trying to do the do things, to, to live well, to do more, to do good to people, thinking that we can repay God back. Thinking that we can repay God back with what He has done for us. But no human behavior, no human act can ever repay what God did for us on the cross. And the good news for us is that God did it. God's victory for us is once and for all. God doesn't need to go back on the cross ever again. It is signed, sealed, delivered. And all He's asking us is not to repay Him back, but to receive. Receive His victory. Don't repay Him back. God, God, God doesn't need us to, 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 to do things in order to, to you know, because we feel guilty, we feel bad, and we want to, you know, it's like how you receive something nice and then you feel paise, you know, you don't want, you feel very bad and you want to just repay back because you felt that you don't deserve it. No. Grace is receiving something we don't deserve. And we can never repay God back for His grace because it is freely given to us. All He's asking, all He desires for us is to receive His victory, to receive His sacrifice. And we need to receive His sacrifice, His victory in our lives today. Only then can we be strengthened on the inside to believe in God again. 
if your life if, if your strength is not built if your faith is not built on the cross then it is only a matter of time that it will be shaken it will be disturbed it will, it will be affected but if we choose to build our lives on that victory on the cross which is a firm foundation a rock that can never be shaken a foundation that can never be moved then we are able to have that strength to endure turmoils tribulations trials temptations all the things that the, that the world will try to throw at us we are able to have that strength to endure it to fight against it God's victory on the cross gives us the strength and the confidence to believe it gives us that confidence to believe so strength begins when we receive God's victory strength begins when we receive what his finished work on the cross for us so we can have that strength against the odds when we receive God's victory for us when we receive God's victory for us today as I close uh, my, my, my short sharing today as I close just to summarize we can have the strength to believe in God against the odds when we acknowledge Firstly, when we acknowledge what God can do, when we acknowledge His ability, when we acknowledge His power, when we acknowledge His, 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 uh, His, His, His ability for us. The second thing is that we can have the strength against the odds to believe in God again when we come to that place to realize that God has a destiny for me, God has a plan for me, He has a purpose for me. And all that He's asking us to do, all that He's asking me to do is cooperate not to contribute, to cooperate with Him, to partner with Him. And thirdly, is that God, we can have the strength to believe in God against the odds when our strength is built on the victory in the cross. It is the cross that gives us strength today to endure what life throws at us because He has already won it all. And at the end of the day, the truth is, God desires for us to be strong in faith, to be strong in the inside so that we can endure what, what we experience in this world. Because the world, like Elder Ho has mentioned last two weeks ago, the world is decaying. The world is, is becoming so uh, disturbing. It's getting darker and darker. But if He has called us to be the light in this dark world, in this decaying world, then surely we need to have that strength to go against the enemy, to go against uh, uh, the, the trials and tribulations of this world. And God desires us to have that, that strength in our, in our hearts, the strength to obey Him, the strength to, to, to serve Him, the strength to do what He has called us to do. That even when the going gets tough, even when it's difficult, it's challenging, it's almost impossible that we will still look to Him to believe, to believe that He has a plan for me, to believe that He has a purpose for us, to believe in Him again. Because when we know where God is leading us, when we know that God is for us, it gives us that assurance. It gives us that confidence to know, yep, I don't know, I don't know uh, what's, what's going to happen to me, but I know who's going before me. And we know that God is going before me. Because the Bible says that Abraham's faith did not waver through unbelief. That means it did not go through belief and then he did not believe. 
it did not waver from doubt to faith but it stuck on it stayed strong he kept on believing because we tend to overestimate what we can do in a year but underestimate what god can do in a day and i believe that god is doing something great in ym it may not look like it now it may not feel like it now but i truly believe that god is doing something great you see the thing about it is that when god is to, if, if we know that god is doing something great great to us means glamorous great to us means big great to us means you know something fancy something that that looks nice on the external but what if great to god in this season in our life looks internally looks small looks insignificant to to men what if great to god in this season in our life look like nothing we ever imagined because i truly believe that god is calling us back again to his heart and his heart is always for us to be his disciples his heart for us is always to be strong on the inside not just strong on the outside but strong on the inside a faith that knows no end a faith that is unwavering a a a, a, a faith that keeps on believing in him a faith that is strengthened even when we experience pain even when we experience heartache that is the kind that if god is says that he's doing something new then surely he will do something new for us our response today church is to believe in him and to act out based on what he says because faith without works faith without action is dead and so that is our response today and that's my encouragement for us that we will put our faith into action the faith that god desires to us to be strong on the inside and the action to do what he has said and called us to do our best and when those two comes together surely i believe the impact that we will produce by building ourselves our building our faith on the inside will be greater and will be greater than anything that we've ever seen before but today i want to pray for us because i believe that god wants to minister to us and god wants to speak to us today that for some of you after hearing this or after you know just entering into the new year 2021 did not go so well for you so far you've you know you experienced many things in your life and right now you are just feeling so discouraged you're feeling so dejected you're feeling so broken so uh demotivated to, to do anything you're feeling so tired on the inside today i believe that god is inviting us back again to his heart to his heart of of that he wants to give us the strength the strength to get up again the strength to go at it go at it again and the bible says today that the joy of the lord is our strength the joy of the lord is our strength and today i particularly we particularly want to pray for those of you that you have lost your joy you have lost your joy to 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 serve god you have lost your joy to love god you have lost your joy to read your bibles you have lost your joy to be in cg you have lost your joy to serve to to do discipleship to do evangelism you have lost your joy to just be his child today i believe that god wants to return you back return the joy that you once had for him to return 
back the joy that you once lost. And as I invite the team to sing, uh, as we invite the team to lead us back into worship after this for a while, let us open up our hearts and let's experience Him and let's uh, uh, just, just come to that place of reliance and say, God, I cannot do this. I need you in my life. I need you to come through for me. I need you to help me. Give me that strength. And as we worship Him again, let's open up our hearts and let's uh, uh, just give it all to Him. just wants to give you the he doesn't want to give you a good plan but he wants to give you the best plan God always wants the best for us and as we have as we come to this place to admit our weaknesses admit our 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 our, our limitations let us exchange God is giving us an exchange of his love of his joy of his peace, of his hope, so that we can be his son and his daughters, the son and daughters that God always wanted us to be for him. Let's pray. God, we come to you together as, as your children, admitting and confessing, acknowledging that we are weak, that our life on this earth is, 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 is bound by, by, by the things that we can do and we cannot do. But we trust God that to you nothing is impossible. In you nothing is nothing is wasted. In you nothing can uh, uh, come in the way for your plans for us, your children, Lord. Today, God, we want to exchange all the 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 the, the emotions, the different emotions that we are experiencing in our life, the pain, the 
the, 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 the doubt, the weary, the confusion, the frustration, the bitterness, whatever that we are currently experiencing right now that is stopping us from experiencing that joy that you have that we once had for you to serve you to love you to be your disciple what i pray right now may you reveal that to us and exchange all that we are experiencing with you and as we open up our hearts and as we look to you the one who is able as we look to you the one who knows the end from the beginning as we look to you the one who is victorious over everything god today we thank you that we serve a God who is undefeated. We thank you that we serve a God who is our champion. We thank you that we serve a God who never failed and who will never fail. We serve a God that who's currently still reigns supreme on the throne. And that you are not taken by surprise with what we are experiencing. You are not shocked, neither are you worried or weary of what we are going through because you are always in control. You are sovereign over everything and today, God, we choose to accept you and receive you into our, our life once again. That we want to be strong on the inside. We want to receive your victory so that we can go again. So that we can march again. So that we can do what you have called us to do again. So we thank you, God, for, for, for loving us. We thank you for choosing us. Thank you, God, for, for being with us through thick and thin. You've always, you have never left us, neither nor will you fail us. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody said, Amen. Amen. Let's put in the chat, Amen. Let's praise God. Let's thank Him for everything that He has done. That's it for our online service today. Thank you so much for joining us. We hope that you are encouraged. We hope that you are blessed. Do continue to stick around with our, our those do continue to connect with us through our social media platforms and that we will see you next time. Take care, goodbye, and God bless.